Thank you, Jesus. Yes, Lord, only you can still. My soul test once again, Jesus. Lord, I am delighted to be here in your presence once again. David said, I was glad when they said, let us go into the house of the Lord. I am excited to come into your presence again this morning, Father. Be glorified forevermore, Holy One of Israel. Be glorified forevermore, Master of the universe. Be glorified, precious Father. You are the one who is worthy of praise, worthy of glory. The Bible says that to you all flesh we come because you provide them with sustenance. We worship you as the one who is sufficient, the one who sustains us. Be glorified forevermore, Father, in the precious name of Jesus. Father, we say thank you this morning because you have been so good to us. We say thank you for blessing us once again with your presence, blessing us with this heart to know you, to call out Abba Father. Lord, we say thank you for the gift of being called your children. We say thank you for, the, for knowing you and calling you Father. Be glorified forevermore. Be glorified forevermore. Lord, as we spend this time this morning to read our Bibles again and worship in your presence, we ask, Lord, speak to us once again. Help us to glean understanding from your word. Help us to imbibe your word. Become doers of the word. Let your name be glorified in our lives. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen. All right, let me say a big welcome, a big welcome to everyone joining in to devotion this morning. I am Murphy Nike. A big thank you to everyone joining in again this morning. Welcome to devotion. As promised, we are taking our devotion much, much earlier. Okay, so that those who want to listen to this as they head out in the morning or they are going to the going to the office uh, can listen can listen uh, without any stress so thank you for joining in this morning i appreciate the feedbacks i appreciate the contributions god bless you we continue our harmonized study yes the synoptic gospel matthew mark and luke and then the book of John. We've been studying the crucifixion of Jesus. You would have noticed that I have taken my time to, to be careful, to, to, um, to be meticulous, okay? Detailed with this study. Uh, this is one of the parts of Jesus' life you need to fully understand, okay? To, you need to truly glean understanding in the word of God. You miss this, and I'm telling you, your faith will be in question. Yes, you miss this, or you don't understand this, the devil can still confuse you. But you see, from here, we will go on to the most important day in our, in our lives, the most important day since the universe was created, the day Jesus died. 
and then Jesus is resurrected again. Wow, the sins of mankind is paid for. Hallelujah. All right, so we continue our studies. Yesterday we stopped on the, we started reading the crucifixion in the book of John. We have started reading about that crucifixion in the book of Matthew. And then we took Mark and Luke yesterday and then stopped somewhere in the book of John. But what I want to do this morning is go over them. I have taken my time to itemize, itemize the timeline because what we will then do at the end is to synchronize them and harmonize them and then get a good picture of everything that happened right there on that cross. Hallelujah. All right. So in Matthew and Mark, Matthew and Mark were exactly the same thing. If anything, there were just two things that were that were different. Uh, what was mixed in, in the wine that was offered to Jesus. Um, I think someone said it was mixed with vinegar. The other person said it was mixed with gall. Okay. So that's one. And then Mark added that part where he said, he actually mentioned when Jesus was crucified. It was nine o'clock in the morning. Every other person, whether it's uh, Matthew, Luke, and John, just jump straight to the afternoon when darkness comes over the land or just about when he dies at three o'clock. So from Mark, we are able to glean that Jesus was that was on that cross for six hours. He was on that cross for six hours. You need to know this so that you know how much, how much your Savior, Jesus, suffered for you. He was on that cross for six hours. Okay, so let's look at what Matthew and Mark says. Matthew, okay, starts, uh, Matthew and Mark both says that Simon carries Jesus' cross, right? In fact, you know, it's is it in the book of John now, or is it, yes, John, that then helps us know that they didn't start out with Simon carrying the cross. In other words, Simon was not the one carrying the cross when Jesus would have left the praetorium or left the palace of you know, Herod's uh, Pilate's palace. Okay, no, it was Jesus that was carrying it. So start with, let's do Matthew and Mark. Matthew and Mark both says that Simon carries Jesus' cross they both say they are they arrive at Golgotha, and then they both say they offered Jesus wine. Okay, they offered Jesus wine. Wine was offered to him twice. Yes, but the first time the wine that was being offered to him was just before he was crucified. So you would expect that that wine was to help him dull dull the pain. But Jesus rejected it. Jesus rejected it. He felt every single pain on that cross as the nail were piercing his hands. He felt everything, piercing his legs. He felt everything. Yes, he did. Then they crucified him. They crucified him. Matthew and Mark agrees. And then they cast Lot. They cast Lot for his clothes. Matthew and Mark exactly, they follow this exact sequence. Okay? This they are perfectly synchronized. Then they cast Lot for his clothes. Now, after this, Matthew then Mark then mentions that Jesus was actually crucified at nine, nine in the morning. And then the sign that was written over his head, the sign that was written over his head, Matthew says the sign is 
This is Jesus, the King of the Jews. This is Jesus, the King of the Jews. But Mark says the King of the Jews. Okay, so that first part, this is Jesus, is not in Mark. This is Jesus, the King of the Jews. Mark says the King of the Jews. Next, they are synchronized. They both say the rebels, two rebels were crucified with him. Two rebels were crucified with him, one on his right and one on his left. Next, synchronized, they both say that the passerby, the elders, the teachers, and the high priests began to snare at Jesus and mock him. They all agree. And then they both now agree and says from noon, in from three o'clock in the afternoon until about three in the afternoon, darkness was over the land. Look, we add a little bit of where the temple is turned, okay? Yes, we will come to that part when we when we read after the crucifixion of Jesus. But Luke adds it that that happens before it looks as if that happens before Jesus died. But no, okay, no, it was after Jesus died, gave up his ghost that the splitting of the curtain in the temple happens. Okay, so darkness covers the land from noon, from twelve to three, and then Jesus. You know, about three cries out in Matthew says, Eli, Eli, Lama Sabachthani. But in Mark, it says, Eloi, Eloi, same interpretation, same thing, Eloi, Eloi, Lama, Lama Sabachthani. Then they put a sponge to his lips, put it, they put a sponge filled with vinegar wine to Jesus' lips. And after testing it, Jesus didn't take it. And Jesus cries for the last time. And then gives up the ghost. Okay, so that is Matthew and Mark. Now in Luke, in Luke, uh, this is how Luke arranges it. Luke says the soldiers, first of all, the soldiers seized Simon. Okay, the soldiers seized Simon as soon as they were given the order to go and kill him. What Luke goes on to say straight away was that the soldiers seized Simon and told gets him to carry Jesus' cross as they led Jesus away. Then Luke says a large number of people, Matthew and Mark did not tell, give us this, but a large number of people followed, including women, wailing and mourning. Then we know what Jesus said to them, right? Daughter of Jerusalem, do not cry for me, weep for yourself. The time is coming when you will need to cry for these mountains to fall over you, okay? To cover you. Yes, Jesus speaks to the women. And then we have the criminals two of them who were crucified with Jesus, they were led along with him. So they were carrying their own cross while Simon was carrying Jesus' cross. Luke says they were led to the place, to the place where, the place of the skull where they were now crucified. The two criminals were crucified, one on his right and one on his left. Now, the first thing Luke then says, when after Jesus had been crucified, was Jesus asked the Father to forgive them. Father, forgive them, for they know not what they are doing, or they don't know what they are doing. Praise for them. And then the soldiers cast lots for his clothes. They cast lots for his clothes, you know, and um, literally gambled for his clothes. And then Luke says the people, the rulers and the elders began to snare at Jesus, began to mock him. 
come down from the cross and all that and the soldiers mocked him and offered him wine and vinegar and we said yesterday that no that is not the correct arrangement the part where the soldiers mocked and offered Jesus wine happened before Jesus was crucified okay but it's fine it's the way different people when different people are narrating something that's what happens because somebody has actually raised this with me before pastor is this not a problem why is somebody saying one two five six seven and the other person is saying one nine ten and everything that's what happens when different people are narrating uh, okay when they see something if we all go to church and then they ask us to narrate what happened in church you don't expect us to write exactly the same thing if we wrote if we wrote exactly the same thing then somebody wrote it and gave it to all of us okay so here it tells us that each person is writing from their own view lens okay so the people were snaring the soldiers mocked offered him wine but we said that should have been before he was crucified right now written over jesus is the notice written over jesus according to luke according to luke is this is the king of the jews this is the king of the jews remember matthew said that this is jesus the king of the jews mark said the king of the jews luke is saying this is the king of the jews you agree with me almost the same thing right just like when somebody says a man came and then pastor came and then mr yenike came it's the same person they are talking about the same person and they are trying to communicate the same thing that was the notice written over him and then luke says one criminal was you know one of the criminals began to insult jesus the other one rebukes him and tells him jesus please remember me in when you come into your kingdom and jesus tells him today you will be with me you will be with me in paradise okay and then after that luke tells us that at noon darkness darkness covers covers the land agreeing or synchronizing with matthew and mark and then final words of jesus jesus calls out with a loud voice and says to god praise again father into your hands i commit my spirit all right so that is that is that with luke now let's come and read this same thing with john and you will be shocked at how different john is or what John is paying attention to, what John is writing about this event, how different it is. Now, when we do John, what we will do tomorrow is synchronize all the events. And then I want us to read Psalm 22 and Isaiah 53. And you will be shocked <laughs> at how much Jesus was fulfilling on that cross. Hallelujah. Alright, so please turn your Bibles to John chapter 19. We were reading this yesterday. This we were reading this yesterday. Uh, but let's back up a little bit because I think from verse 18. Um, okay, let's start reading from from somewhere from verse 17. Let's read from verse 17. Please open your Bibles to John. John chapter 19, John chapter 19 from verse 17. It says, So the soldiers, the soldiers took charge of Jesus. Carrying his, carrying his own cross, he went out to the place of the skull, which is called, which in Aramaic is called Golgotha. In other words, John does not even mention Simon. 
Did you know that? In fact, there are so many things I'm going to ask you, ask you this morning, whether you knew before we are now okay synchronizing and harmonizing everything together. Did you know that John did not mention Simon? Okay, so what we get from John is that when they were leaving that place, Jesus was carrying his cross. Okay, that's how we can harmonize it. He was carrying his cross along the line as they were going out on the way. I'm sure having beaten him overnight, remember, he was arrested in the night, the soldiers beat him up and everything. You know, uh, the soldiers of the high priest to beat him up, mocked him, and then they brought him eventually to Pilate. Pilate sends him to Herod, and Herod sends him back to Pilate. And then in the night again, okay, Jesus is still going through this trial and all that and everything. But early in the morning, I'm sure, so most likely it was early in the morning that Pilate held that meeting for the last time brings Jesus out to them and they said crucify him because he was crucified at nine o'clock okay so early in the morning that meeting held and Jesus was then taken out to be crucified so most likely Jesus would not have slept for quite a while he was exhausted and that was why Simon had to carry his cross for him okay so just giving us rounded information but it says here that carrying his own cross, he went out to the place of the skull, which in Aramaic is called Golgotha. So that's why you see some versions, you know, says the place of the skull, some versions says Golgotha. But John tells us the two, okay, why it is called Golgotha, because that's the name in Aramaic. 18, it says there they crucified him and with him two others, one on each side and Jesus in the middle. Okay, two were crucified with him. We know that. See, Pilate, Pilate had a notice prepared and fasting to the cross. It read, Jesus of Nazareth, the King of the Jews. <laughs> Jesus of Nazareth. Remember, Luke said, This is the King of the Jews. This is the King of the Jews. Matthew said, This is Jesus, the King of the Jews. Mark said, the king of the Jews. Now, John is telling us, he says, Jesus of Nazareth, the king of the Jews. The same thing. So many of the Jews read this sign for the place where Jesus was crucified was near the city. And the sign was written in Aramaic, Latin, and Greek. So that's the three major languages of that time, Aramaic, Latin, and Greek. So the chief priests of the Jews protest. The chief priests of the Jews protested to Pilate, "Do not write the King of the Jews, but that this man claimed to be King of the Jews." Pilate answered, "What I have written, I have written. I have, I, I have consented to what you want. I mean, this is what you wanted. Get out of my sight." I'm sure he would have told them, "I, what I have written, I have written." Twenty-three. So when the soldiers crucified Jesus. They took his clothes, dividing them into four shares, one for each of them, with the, un with the undergarment remaining. This garment was seamless, woven in one piece from, from top to bottom. Let's not tear it, they said to one another. Let's divide, decide by Lord who will get it. You see now? So, now we understand what, it, what they meant by they cast Lord for his clothes. Actually, 
they already divided his clothes. I don't know what Jesus was wearing, okay? But each person got something. They got at least four shares. But it's on that garment, okay? They, uh, they thought that this one, let them cast lot so that they would decide who will take this one. And I'm telling you, they were fulfilling Psalm 22, verse 18. We'll read that, we'll read that tomorrow. Or no, okay, as, like I said, we'll read Psalm 22. We'll read it tomorrow. But it then says in verse 24, let's, let's not tear it. They said, they said to one another, let's decide by lot who will get it. This happened that the scripture might be fulfilled that said, they divided my clothes among them and cast lot for my garments. That's Psalm 22. So this is what the soldiers did. Near the, this is what the soldiers did. Now 25, near the cross of Jesus stood his mother, his mother's sister, Mary, the wife of Clopas, and Mary Magdalene. Just It's literally an assembly of Mary. I don't know what's the name of Mary's mother, but that's Mary, the mother of Jesus. Then his mother's sister, Mary, the wife of Clopas, and Mary Magdalene. These women, these women, these four women were right there. And it tells us that when Jesus saw his mother there, and the disciple whom he loved standing nearby, he said to her. In other words, these four women, along with John, were present at the cross, the crucifixion of Jesus. Where every other person ran away, probably were hiding at this time, the five of them were present. Now, Jesus said, he said to her, to her woman, talking to his mother, here is your son. Remember that Jesus is the firstborn. Jesus is the firstborn, and so he's allowed to do this considering that his father was no more. He says, here is your son, speaking to John, and to the disciple, here is your mother. And from that time on, his disciples took, this disciple took her into his home. So after Jesus passes, you still had Jude, you still had James, the brothers of Jesus, but it was John who goes on to take care of Mary. Okay, very important information we should note. 28 says, later, knowing that everything had now been finished. Later, knowing that everything had now been finished and so that scripture would be fulfilled. You see how Jesus almost carefully is fulfilling <laughs> the scriptures on the cross. He said, and so that scripture would be fulfilled. Jesus said, I am thirsty. I am thirsty. So now you understand even though Matthew, Mark, and Luke did not tell us why they brought in wine on that sponge, mine, wine mixed with vinegar on that sponge, why they brought it and put it to his lips, okay, why Matthew, Mark, and Luke did not tell us why, John tells us that it was Jesus that said, I am thirsty, I am thirsty, says, and a jar of wine vinegar was there, so they soaked the sponge in it, put the sponge on, this, on a stalk of the hyssop plant and lifted it to Jesus' lips. Okay? They lifted it up to, to Jesus' lips. We know what Matthew Mark, and, Matthew, Mark, and Luke said. The people said, leave him alone. Let us see whether, whether Elijah was going to come and save him. He says, when, verse 30, when he had received the drink, Jesus said, it is finished. So I'm going to ask you a very sincere question. Please raise your hand. If you realize that it was only John that said it is finished. Okay? So, I hope to get one or two people or, or, or comments, okay? 
Only John actually says that it is finished. Only John says it is finished. Remember Luke, the final words of Jesus on that cross, the final words of Jesus on that cross according to Luke was the prayer, Father, into your hands I commit my spirit. Into your hands I commit my spirit. For Matthew and Mark, the final words of Jesus on that cross was Jesus gave a loud cry. He says Jesus cries out for the last time and then give, gives up his goals. Okay, after he has said Eli, Eli, Lamak, Sabak, Tani, okay, Jesus cries out and gives up his ghost. So, what did Jesus cry? This is what Jesus cried. Do you understand now? Matthew and Mark tells us that Jesus gave a cry and then gives up his ghost. John is telling us that when he had finished, he had received the dream, Jesus said, It is finished. With that, he bowed his head and gave up his spirit. You see now? So what Jesus cried out, shouted out, it is finished. It is finished. And that is going to be our prayer, prayer point this, this morning. It is finished. Of course, Jesus gives off his ghost, all right, or gives off his spirit. So that's where we will stop. That's the crucifixion of Jesus according to John. Now let's, let's do a little bit of harmonization. Now, of course, so you realize now that only John tells us that Jesus says it's finished, but we can literally infer because Matthew and Mark tells us that he gave a large, a loud cry and then gave up his spirit. Matthew and Mark. John says, Jesus says it is finished, then gives up his spirit. Okay, so... The loud cry that Jesus cries out was, it is finished. It is finished. We also know that it was Jesus who requested for, when, for that, that wine that was put to his mouth, okay? When he was on the cross, it was Jesus who said it, I am thirsty. And that was to fulfill the scripture. When we read Isaiah chapter 53 and Psalm 22 tomorrow, you will see, you will see why Jesus made made that comment all right so i don't know about you i have been so blessed i have been so blessed with this study now i get the picture so let's try and put the picture together let's even try and do it in the next three 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 minutes let's try and do it now so the picture is this after Pilate sentenced jesus to die the soldiers take him out most likely of course maybe i'm beating him again but they take him out, and as Jesus, they take him out of the praetorium, Jesus carrying his cross with the three, with the two other criminals carrying their cross with him. Along the way, Jesus is exhausted. Okay, and you would think that the pe- the place, the period where he says, according to Luke, to the women, daughters of Jer- daughters of Jerusalem, don't weep for me. He was likely still carrying his cross. I think that's what I want to believe. He was still carrying his cross. Because uh, you would think that he would have had to stop, right? Yes, he would have had to stop to talk to them. I doubt the soldiers would have allowed him to just stop if he was not carrying any cross. So most likely he was carrying the cross and um, he falls down with the cross. 
and that moment as the women are wailing trying to maybe clean his face he tells them don't cry for me okay don't cry for me cry for yourself after that the soldiers get simon to carry the cross you see now when <laughs> when matthew mark matthew mark and luke tells us they just see simon and told him to carry the cross no 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 so many things happened before that okay and then they see simon to carry the cross they carry the cross until they get to the place of the skull, Golgotha. When they arrived there, they offered Jesus wine. Jesus refused, deciding to go through all of the pain. And I'm telling you, I just feel like saying and shouting, thank you, Jesus, this morning. Jesus goes through all of the pain, says, no, he didn't want the wine. And then they crucified him, crucified him with one with one criminal, one on his right and one on his left. Before that happens, of course, the soldiers were also mocked him, mocked him before they offered him the wine when he, before he rejected. When Jesus was crucified, the soldiers then cast lot over his clothes. They divided it into four shares, and then the last one, the undergarment, they didn't want to tear it, so they cast lots for that one. While that was happening, the crowd were sneering at Jesus. The elders, the teachers, and the high priests, they were jeering at him and mocking him. If you are the son of God, come down from the cross. You said you, you could save others. Now you cannot save yourself. You said you would destroy the, temp the temple in, th in three days and build it. Come down from the cross now. If God is indeed your God, Messiah, let him come and save you. They were sneering at Jesus. Jesus was, was there. Okay, now, while they are doing that, Jesus prays for them. Father, forgive them for they don't know what they are doing, right? Yes, Jesus says, Father, forgive them for they don't know what they are doing. Along the line, okay, most likely, I am sure, because that is what we get from Matthew and Mark, the, the criminals that were crucified with him were insulting him. They both were insulting him. But along the line, one of them just thought, what's going on here? This guy is innocent. And then asks Jesus to, to forgive them, rebukes his other guy, and tells Jesus you know, to remember him in his kingdom, right? <laughs> so, after that, Jesus then shouts, Eloah, Eloah, lama sabachthani. Okay? Eloah, Eloah, lama sabachthani. And then, Jesus either prays, Father, into your hand I commit my spirit, or the final words of Jesus, it is finished. And then Jesus gives us the ghost. Ha! <laughs> wow, wow, wow. I don't know about you, but I was blessed by that. So I wanted to go through that sequence again. If there's anything I missed, okay? You just had it yourself. You can really itemize it by yourself and then see everything Jesus went through on that cross for you see everything jesus went through for me and you so that we will not be enslaved to sin again we will no longer be slaves of sin we will no longer be under the bondage of the devil see what jesus went through for you and if you realize what jesus has done for you i want you to lift up your hands this morning and say thank you jesus Thank you, Jesus. Lord, we say thank you. Thank you for paying this, this high price 
for our sins. Thank you, Jesus, for going through every single pain just so that we could become children of God. We do not take your sacrifice for granted. Lord, we say thank you. And we worship you this morning. Receive all the glory in the mighty name of Jesus. Jesus also says it is finished. What that means, that it is finished for sin. It is finished for Satan. It is finished for every work of Satan in your life. I want you to declare with me this morning, it is finished. Yes, Lord, we declare this morning, it is finished for sin in our lives. It is finished for every habit, bad habit, negative habit in our lives. It is finished for every walk of Satan, every oppression of the devil. It is finished for them this morning in the mighty name of Jesus. Lord, because of the finished work of cross on the cross of Calvary, I pray for my brothers and sisters and declare that every hold of the devil over them is destroyed this morning in the name of Jesus. Father, we say thank you, Lord. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen. All right, thank you so much for listening today. God bless you. Enjoy your day.